Hello and welcome to the Really Good Travel Guide podcast. Each episode I give you the inside scoop on accessible travel with tips on how to travel with a disability but without the stress. My name is John Fletcher and like many of you I'm a disabled traveller who loves seeing the world from a different angle. In this episode of the Really Good Travel Guide podcast I'm going to share with you my favourite accessible things to see and do in Iceland. But first, some exciting news. I have relocated my office to the Mersey Way Innovation Centre here in Stockport in Cheshire in the UK. And I'm currently sat recording this episode in our new dedicated studio. If you happen to be in Stockport and want to plan your holiday with the Wheelie really Good Travel Company, you can make an appointment to visit me. My availability is on the website www.wheeliegoodtravelcompany.com Now it's time to talk about what Iceland, the land of fire and ice, has to offer the disabled traveller. I was first introduced to the beauty of Iceland when I was lucky enough to go on a travel agent's educational trip. Now, I must admit, I was more than a little excited as it was a country I had longed to go to for a long, long time. I think it's fair to say I was more than a little intrigued to see if it would live up to my expectations. And I'm pleased to say it did. And I fell in love with both the country and the very friendly people. One of the first things I learned was how the people will often go above and beyond to make you feel at home. So here are just five of the accessible, fun and amazing things you can do on a visit to this beautiful country of Iceland. Believe me, this is just the tip of the iceberg. Forgive the pun. Number one, the Blue Lagoon. The Blue Lagoon is usually either the first or the last place most tourists visit on a trip to Iceland, and it's just 15 minutes from the main airport, Keflavik. If you are expecting a beautiful rural lagoon scene, I'm sorry, you're going to be sorely disappointed, as the reality is it looks quite industrial. However, as a spa experience, it is second to none and well worth visiting. There is a very modern visitor centre with very clean changing rooms. I was impressed that the wheelchair accessible changing room was spacious and had both a roll-in wet room with a shower seat and a changing table that is suitable for adults. There is both a shallow step access into the lagoon 
and a wheelchair ramp access into it as well. I was impressed to find that the Blue Lagoon has thoughtfully provided an amphibious wheelchair as well. Once into the lagoon, the real experience begins. The water is provided from the geothermal springs that you find all over Iceland, and it is just like being in a wonderfully hot bath with temperatures between 102 and 115 degrees Fahrenheit. Now, if you are feeling very decadent, you can hunt around the lagoon and in small pockets you find the grey volcanic mud. The silica in this mud is supposed to be very good for your skin and I'm told is excellent for psoriasis and eczema. But please don't take my word for it. Consult with your doctor before you go. You can enjoy a cocktail whilst enjoying your soak, but as with all alcohol in Iceland, it is very expensive. Should you have the time, you can also book a range of spa treatments, though I was happy to float around in the lagoon all morning. At the end of your visit, there is the obligatory gift shop. There are toilets and accessible toilets to be found in the visitor centre and a very decent restaurant. However, I did not have time to sample it as my visit was reasonably short due to a packed schedule. But it is on my to-do list on my next visit. <music> Number two, Halls Kirkia Church in Reykjavik. Reykjavik is the capital city of Iceland and probably the most likely place that you will stay and use as your base. The city is a relatively small town compared to other capital cities, but don't let that fool you. It is still a city worth exploring. One of my favourite buildings in Reykjavik is the Hallgrimskirke Church. The church is named after the 17th century clergyman Hallgrimmer Pettersson and it is impressive. Its impressive modernist facade is supposed to reflect the Icelandic scenery. It certainly took my breath away when I first saw it. The interior of the church is just as beautiful as its exterior. Its interior is lofty and very bright with white vaulted ceilings and columns that seem to reach into the heavens. The church is both a parish church and also the national church. However, for me, the highlight of the church is its spectacular organ that when it is played fills the church with a sound that is just so amazing. The church is wheelchair accessible and it's nice to see how this church is not just a landmark but very much a part of the Reykjavik community. Number three, Strucker Giza. 
One of the best ways to see the stunning Icelandic scenery is on a Golden Circle tour. Now, we used Iceland Unlimited, who do accessible tours with specially adapted minibuses. But if you have some mobility, you can do the tour in one of their oversized 4x4 vehicles. But be warned, there is a bit of a climb if you take that option. However, as I found out, it is good fun when you have three strapping Icelandic men give you a hand up and help you into their 4x4s. One of the highlights of the tour is to see the geysers. Now the car park is across the road from the geysers and there is a visitor centre with gift shop, cafe and toilets, including an accessible toilet. Strucker Geyser is one of the most impressive and most reliable of the geysers in the world. Erupting every five to ten minutes, it is possible to see Strucker erupting from the car park, but in all honesty, you would not get its full majesty and effect. It is relatively easy to go around the site and it is wheelchair accessible. The path does take you quite close to Strucker, but you will also see some smaller geysers as well. Number four, the waterfalls. Another highlight of the Golden Circle is that you are guaranteed to be taken to the beautiful and spectacular Gulfos Falls. Now these falls are pretty spectacular and can be seen from the lower level. However, there is a pretty steep climb, which is quite slippery and not wheelchair accessible to see them from the higher viewing level. Iceland, however, does have other spectacular waterfalls, such as Seljandfoss, which is a 200 foot high, narrow cascade, just a two hour drive from Reykjavik and is much more accessible to wheelchair users and allows you to get much closer than you could at Gullfoss. Both these spectacular waterfalls will give you lots of opportunity to take some spectacular Instagrammable shots to make your friends well channel. Number five, the Aurora Borealis, also known as the Northern Lights. One of the things every tourist in winter hopes to see on a visit to Iceland are the Northern Lights. They certainly are beautiful and yet so fleeting. On my visit to Iceland, we were disappointed on a few nights as the weather stopped us seeing them. But on our last night, myself and a colleague happened to be walking to a reception when all of a sudden we got a clear sky and out of the blue they appeared. We just stood in awe as the lights danced across the sky in front of us and just as quickly as they appeared, they disappeared again. 
When we arrived late at the reception, the host asked us why we were late. We had to tell him. We were watching the Northern Lights and he was very understanding. Our colleagues, however, were quite jealous. If you want to see this wonderful natural light show, the best time to visit Iceland is between September and March. Well, I hope you've enjoyed listening to this podcast about Iceland. What a beautiful country and what I love visiting and exploring. There's so much to see and I've only just scratched the surface. I hope to return one day soon. Why not drop us a comment on our social media posts? I would love to hear from you. If you want to explore the world, why not check out the great deals on wheeliegoodtravelcompany.com. Did you know we have a Wheelie Good Travel Guide Facebook group? I'd love you to come and join us. And if you are listening to us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, why not leave us a comment, rate and review us, and don't forget to subscribe. That way you will get the episodes as they are released. So don't forget to listen to Wheelie Good Travel Guide podcast next week. Until then, keep on rolling. The Wheelie Good Travel Guide podcast is presented, written and produced by John Fletcher for Wheelie Good Media. Wheelie Good Travel Guide podcast is sponsored by Wheelie Good Travel Company. At Wheelie Good Travel Company, we believe you should be able to travel with who you choose to and do the things you want to do. We believe everyone should have the right to follow their travel dreams, so we tailor make your holiday to suit you. Check out wheeliegoodtravelcompany.com or call 0161 408 2161 now.